Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and today is a special episode. Today, uh, I'm not 30 yet. I turn 30 when this comes out, so I'm recording this at 9 p.m. Uh, July 21st, and I turn 30 tomorrow. That's when this episode is releasing. So I wanted to do a special birthday episode, kind of following up with one of the questions that Eric gave me three months ago and where I want to be when I'm 30, and then some questions from uh, a few listeners. So shout out to them. Uh, I'm recording by myself. Why is the video freezing? <laughs> uh, I'm really excited to record this episode tonight. Uh, I've been kind of lazy all day. I've just started my vacation for work. It's kind of a staycation to be completely honest, but I was just trying to take some time off and I kind of did nothing today uh, besides obviously hanging out with my cousin, Sal. Shout out to Saul's Halls, Saul's Halls, all the balls, number one hauling company in the country. Uh, and then I was hanging out with my nephew and niece. So that was awesome. But after that, Man, shit kind of slowed down. I'd like took a nap and then went to in and out and kind of just did some writing. So what have I been up to? I uh, just had a manager seminar uh, the last couple of days uh, down by the beach area. That was fun. It was awesome. Just a lot of incredible information gained there. And it was nice to enjoy different weather because it's been hot as hell. And uh, so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Met a lot of really cool new people. Uh, shout out to any of them if they ever listen to this or watch this. They know who they are. Uh, just absolutely incredible people um, from Washington, Colorado, uh, Hawaii. Hawaii was a big one. The whole Hawaii crew uh, was extremely fun and down to earth. So shout out to them. Um, but yeah, that was great. Work's been good. All of the sales reps are selling cases and making me proud. Shout out to them. Uh, love my job to death. It's been amazing. It's been a really good couple of weeks. I'm going to see Oppenheimer today. Cause like I said, I'm recording or this is coming out the day of my birthday. Um, uh, going to hang out with Brandon and Trevor and go to the driving range, practice on my swing. Cause I haven't golfed or practiced in a couple of weeks now. Um, really looking forward to that. Don't know what I'm doing tonight. I'm supposed to hang out with, with some friends, but we'll see what happens. Um, hopefully that still f- goes through. And, uh, you go to Top Golf on Monday, so that's gonna be fucking sick. And then probably record an Oppenheimer podcast on Sunday. So yeah, life's been great. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Halo. Shout out to shout out to all the the Halo friends I've been playing with. Um, it's been been pretty sweet to like kind of just play Xbox with people again. The lighting right now on this is terrible, but <laughs> uh, if you listen to this audio, then more power to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what. That's pretty much what I've been up to. Uh, not going to watch Barbie yet. I still do want to see it, but I'm going to wait for a little bit. Uh, if I don't see it in theaters, then I'll for sure watch it when it comes out on streaming. So we'll see how that goes. Um, been watching Marvel's Secret Invasion. Uh, I think Marvel is just needs to stop making TV shows because it kind of like I thought this show like started off really good. And then it's just kind of like, what the fuck are we doing here? Kind of thing. And I feel like they always run into that. So that's been kind of annoying. Still haven't watched The Bear season two. I thought season one was amazing, like damn near perfect. And it sounds like season two is pretty much there as well. So hopefully going to check that out soon. A lot of Comic-Con stuff coming out today for like Mortal Kombat, a lot of Mortal Kombat 1, a lot of new characters, Invincible season two trailer that's coming back. Uh, there's going to be the Continental on Peacock, which is a prequel to the John Wick uh, movies. Just uh, a lot of stuff going on in pop culture. A lot of good music out there. Uh, Silent Planet released a new single called Anti-Matter. 
and it's like a cyberpunk metalcore song. It is legit. And I think those guys are onto something. And I hope the new record is just basically all songs that are similar to this, obviously different enough to not just feel like a waste of time. But uh, those guys are excellent. Uh, just a lot of good songs, but I think that's the song of the week. Uh, let's go with that. So that is Antimatter by Silent Planet. Please go check it out. If you haven't done that, then what are you doing with your life? Um, yeah. So as I said, we have a follow-up and then some new questions from Jarrett, Brandon, and Priscilla. So let's uh, let's start off with a follow-up. So Eric asked, uh, where do you want to be when you turn 30? Which was three months ago now. So um, just a little over three months because I, I recorded that the very, very beginning of April, I think. Um, so I said that I wanted to lose 30 to 45 pounds, which is crazy. The 30 pounds isn't, but 45 is pretty crazy. Um, cause I've done the 30 pounds before in three months. I did it last year, but this year I did not. I've only lost 15 and that's been fluctuating back and forth. Uh, just, uh, we'll, we'll go into it. I said that I, I said I've lost 15 pounds and I said that I wanted to lose 30 to 45. And I said, honestly, I've could just come to the terms with it in the last like couple days, uh, in general, but definitely the last few days. I think losing weight's the hardest thing I'm ever going to have to do in my life as of right now. Um, it's just been extremely hard for me. It's not easy. And it's something that I, I really do find difficult. Thankfully, like drinking water, you know, and trying to be more consistent with that has been something that I am picking up on. So I'm pretty happy about that. But uh, all around, definitely need to make an even stronger effort to lose weight, no doubt. Um, but it's just been so hard. I've already talked about it, uh, on here and then probably will come up again today. Just like, you know, those bad habits and trying to reverse them, um, trying to make up for 29 years of just terrible habits, uh, as a kid and as a teenager and then adult, uh, no one's fault, but my own, but, uh, they are ones that need to be worked on no doubt. So hopefully, uh, we'll do another three month check-in. So, uh, yeah. So October 22nd. Uh, the day, I think it's the day before Miles' birthday, um, that weekend or whatever that week is, we will do another weight follow-up. I think, uh, that would be really cool if I lost, if I got under a certain amount that I'm thinking right now in my head, I'd be really happy. So we'll see what happens there. Cause that's right when the holidays start and that's when it gets really bad. So definitely want to do better around the holidays this year and not have like two or three plates of food. Just, I, I don't know. I think that's like the biggest challenge, like right now when I go to restaurants, I'm like, Oh, I want to try this. I want to try that. You just don't need to try all that. Pick something and come back another time. Like, I think that's like something that I really need to work on. Um, so I'm excited to work on that. And the other thing that I put, which is a huge win and I'm really excited to talk about it. I said at the time when I recorded that last episode where I talked about this, I said that I hope I get the opportunity to apply for a district manager position and as we all know, uh, not only did I get the opportunity, I interviewed and got the job. So that, that's just uh, remarkable. And I love everything about that. Um, that just uh, just makes me so happy to go back and listen to that episode and see where I'm at now, which is what we're going to continue to do when we wrap up this question. Uh, next up was I said that I wanted the podcast to do, be better and growing constantly. And I did say at the time that like every episode I get like, you know, maybe a couple extra listeners. Um, still kind of in the same boat, but I feel like it's more stagnant right now than it was before because I'm not promoting it properly. Like I was telling, uh, Saul that I sh you know, the, 
last episode I did with Eric where he's talking about his trip in Japan, I should have posted or promoted that like three times. I, I only posted about it once and that's just, it's just not good. Uh, it's like a disservice to the, the episode two and like him being on and anyone else who's been on, like, you know, they spend their time to be on the show and talk about their experience, whatever it may be. Uh, I think they deserve to be listened to and or watched more, you know, if there's a video format. Um, so I think moving forward, that's something I, I should work on immediately. Uh, cause I, I think the quality right now has been pretty solid. Uh, it's always going to need to get better. There's no such, such thing as perfect, but I am very happy with like actually writing down. So like you guys might see it. Yeah. So like I actually wrote stuff down. Um, it's a lot longer than that too. Uh, but I'm definitely trying to take a more serious approach, uh, to the quality, uh, maybe not like jokes and stuff, but I mean like the actual writing and stuff. I need to like double down on the writing and making sure that it's better. So that's kind of the follow-up to that is making sure the quality is better. And I feel like there, I, th- I think I did reach uh, a higher quality in the last couple episodes and hopefully this one as well. Uh, hopefully you guys agree with that. Uh, next up is I essentially said that I hope I'm a better person uh, today than I was when I, recorded that episode says just working it out 25 uh if you want to go back and listen to it um pretty emotional episode i recorded the day after a breakup so (laughs) so you know you know how that goes uh but yeah i think i'm a way better person today i think um and it's kind of something that i really uh was really happy about is the fact that the person i was then is not the person i am right now my mindset's different. My outlook on life's different. My goals and my attitude and my drive are way different than the person that was right there. Um, and I, I'm just like blown away by that because I've never really assessed myself in like a time period like that. So like the podcast has essentially helped me do that. And while I have a good amount of things to work on, I'm not denying that. I am happy with who I am now. Like I haven't been buying myself a bunch of shit. I honestly like, I think I think it's been three or almost four weeks now since I've like spent stupid money on shit. Um, actually it was, it was literally the first week of July. Um, so like, I'm really happy about that cause I don't want to waste money. I want to, uh, bank as much money as possible so I can get my own place. And I could right now, but you know, we'll see where things go. I think I talk about that later in the episode too. So yeah, uh, that's the final follow up to like Eric's question of like, where you want to be when you're 30. Um, I do think I'm way better off now than I was then Uh, being in this role and, and having the opportunities I've had with work have changed me already for the better. Like I I just feel so much more motivated and driven and just determined to do as good as possible. And some days it doesn't feel that way necessarily, or like maybe I'm tired or something, or I just um, creatively just not there whether it's measuring something for work and like analyzing it and um, <laughs> start sounding like I'm talking about work, but I kind of am um, just like coming up with goals and seeing ways that we can grow the business. Like that's like the biggest thing for me that's been, I've been told is like you're here to grow the business overall, not just a little bit. So it's across the board in the whole area. Like what can we do to make it better than it was before? So uh, not every day is perfect, but I'll tell you what, it's pretty damn close and I'm very grateful for that. Um, so yeah, that's it for the follow-up. So now let's jump into questions leading to 30th birthday. 
Uh, Jared says, happy birthday, Ryan. Thank you, Jared. I appreciate you so much. Um, his first question is, looking back, are you satisfied with the way you've lived through your 20s? So I think this is a fantastic question. And I put, I am satisfied with the way I live through my 20s, but there's no doubt there are things I do differently. And so Jared has like a couple like sub questions to the question. So we'll keep answering them. I promise to not be vague. Um, the second part of that is like, is there anything you would change if you could go back and relive your 20s? If so, what and why? I think I'd change my perspective of, of what adulthood means to me. I feel like I coasted and I was complacent to to be where to be where I'm at today instead of growing into someone more mature. Like I feel like literally in the last like year a year and like eight months, um, I finally go like like some a light bulb like turned on in my head. I'm like, oh, okay, like that's what I want to do. Or like that's where I want to be, or like this is who I want to grow into. Like, so it took me almost my entire twenties to figure out like who I want to be and what path I could take that you know makes that person real. Um, so I hope I answered that correctly. But there is more to it. Um, so I put that I'd change interactions I had with others to be more positive or straightforward. Um, I didn't really like lie, but I feel like I always could have like treated people better. Um, and those relationships I had, and this is um. And I'm referring to like literally like 20 through uh, 24, maybe um, maybe 25. I'll say like 20 through 25. I feel like I could have been a better person and I wish I was, but well, we'll jump into that. Um, I said, I wish I did more with others, whether it be events, concerts, trips, even friends, weddings. There's, I mean, one's, one's more very recent, but there's one friend who like she met her, uh, husband through like the music i put on her like i fucking ipad or i'm sorry ipod back in high school and you know like they met because of me or because of me putting the music i'm sorry because of me putting the music on her thing and like you know obviously she was a fan of them and stuff and she wanted me to be at her wedding she wanted me to ordain or be the minister because i'm an ordained minister and i backed out of both and i i regret that because um She's just a wonderful human being, and so is her family and her siblings. Because I knew her brother first. Um, just an incredible group of people that I should have supported better. Um, but I feel like I really became a hermit crab once I moved in with my grandparents. So my grandpa had four heart attacks in 2015, 2016. I think 2016, 2017. No, 2016. We'll ju- we'll just say that. So he had four heart attacks and he survived. And I think like a month after he was out or not even a month, I think that same month, like my grandma asked me to move in with them to help take care of him and like help her out as much as possible. And I did that. But I think doing that with my uh, graveyard shifts at Sprouts at the time, I allowed myself to just be like this hermit crab. And I, I just think it was a mistake. It's no one else's fault. I think it's all mine for sure. But I think there's no doubt like that was a mistake on my end. Um, to allow myself to just be so stagnant in the sense of like not going anywhere and not doing anything. People invited me to a ton of shit and I just didn't take advantage of the opportunities and uh, oh well, it is what it is. (laughs) But I make sure and say that it's no one's fault but mine of course. Um, uh, Jarrett's asked to go with that final like part three of that question is how would it make a difference in today and the future of your entering your thirties? 
I think I'd be different and like more adventurous. I'd be a more adventurous person. I think I'd be doing a lot more in terms of like exploring or just going out and going trips and stuff. But I also believe I wouldn't even be here. Um, wouldn't be where I'm at currently with my job, my friends, my family relationships. And I put this because at the time I was really gung ho about like moving to Washington, maybe Idaho after I visited or Colorado. Like I wanted to leave really bad. And the difference that it would have made is I would have done that. I would have left. Um, but I'm really glad I didn't because like I said, when it comes to like my job, my family, my friends, coworker, like everyone I got in my life right now, like I'm really happy where I'm at, uh, in that, in that regard. So, you know, I wouldn't change it. I really wouldn't, you know? And I think that's like something I was realizing today as I was writing all this stuff down is yeah, there's a lot that you could regret or wish you could take back or wish you could change. But if you're happy with like who you are today or you're growing to love who you are today, then none of those changes matter because it molded us into who we are, which is kind of what I talk about in a bit. But uh, Jared asks, who is Ryan Green? <laughs> Does it in quotes. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I put, I'm going to talk third person here, sorry. But I put uh, Ryan Green is a kind, charming, nice, sensitive, emotional, outgoing, caring, and funny person. I think I could be funny sometimes with a dark sense of humor, no doubt. Um, but yeah, I'm a very emotional and sensitive person. I am in touch with those. Um, but it's in the, in like the sense that like I, like if I was to upset someone or, uh, truly offend someone or hurt someone by whatever I do or say, I would be devastated. Like I can't let that slide. I'm not saying they have to forgive me necessarily, but I would do whatever I can to, you know, make sure that people knew that or that person knew that I was wrong. And I acknowledge my mistake, but I understand that sometimes you can't be forgiven or um, some people don't want to forgive. Not that I do any heinous shit, <laughs> but still, it, it's it's something that I care about. Um, and then Jared asks, why is Ryan the way he is? I put I am the way I am because of the way I was raised. And then I, be I became an adult and the world and the workplaces and the experiences I've had within those workplaces. I basically said have molded me into the person I am today, whether it's relationships, dating, work, the world, friends, just things I've experienced out and about. It's definitely like changed my perspective and made me who I am today beyond the core values of what I was raised uh, by my parents and grandparents and brothers and other elders. <clears throat> um, so Jared asked, what makes Ryan wake up in the morning and face life? Good question. I believe every day I wake up as a gift since I could technically die in my sleep. Uh, I have severe sleep apnea. My dumbass was doing like really good the last couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden the last day or this, this week I've been bad about the mask. I don't know why. Um, but I could technically like die at any moment or, you know, most of us can, but I'm just saying like the sleep apnea is that bad according to the doctors. And I believe it. Um, Sleep apnea, you stop breathing. And Kaiser, you know, because that's where I got my test done. They say like severe is like 33 apneas an hour. And my test had like 130 something. And I'm not making that up. Like that's what they told me. So that's a lot of that's a lot of time spent not breathing. And it's not like it, you know, it's it's just breathing for a few seconds, but sometimes it can be dragged out. And I've heard some stories from either my ex-girlfriend or my family. So yeah, it's a little rough. 
uh, yeah. Um, but I like to face life or what makes me face life is to better challenge and improve who I am every day. I put that some days get the best of me. Of course, I think it happens to any of us. Like you're not guaranteed a good day every day. It's just about trying to make it a better day. Um, if you do find yourself in that rut, something that brings you out of it and can make you happy and get through the night and get that rest you need to wake up for the next day and start over. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think about that shit all the time. Uh, the third parter to that is people in society are like, a, are like water. The world is a vast body of water. A pebble thrown into the water breaks the surface and leaves a ripple. The ripple can become a bigger wave or it can diffuse into nothing. Jared asks, Ryan, when you cast yourself into the body of water, how is the world a brighter place for people in your everyday encounters and interactions? I strongly believe I can bring a big wave of positivity and laughter and happiness because I want to make those around me happy, which is something I talked about in that three month or that April number 25 episode as well is I love to make people happy. I'm happy to be the light in the room to, to break the silence, to break the ice, just to do something to maybe make someone smile. Um, but I want to make those around me happier than the way they were before. Even if it's just saying, hello, I hope you're having a good day. I legitimately believe these basic and fundamental social interactions uh, could make the world a better place. I don't think it's, I don't think fucking peace in the world. It's just not possible. Not everyone is going to agree on everything, but I do believe starting with that could probably lead to some good productivity. Um, But I do believe it could be a better place if we cared enough to do it and smile at one another passing by. There's a lot of angry motherfuckers out there or sad, depressed, um, unmotivated, complacent, um, lazy. There's just a lot of people out there who are unhappy. And I do believe it's important for the rest of us to help them out by at least saying good morning. I hope you have a good day. Seriously, I, I, I believe that. You can make fun of me or you can tell me I'm wrong. I don't know. Let me know what you think of that. Number three, with the previous question answered, what does the next 10 years of your life look like? I think this is a good one. I try to be more in the present, but I was talking to Saul about it today. How right currently, right now, I'm kind of like looking two years ahead. Um, but I, I really do want to enjoy the present. You know, I just got into my position. I want to enjoy it as much as possible because as I was telling Saul, I was talking to senior management at a manager seminar last month and almost unanimously, everyone said like the role that I'm in right now is the one they miss the most socializing and being in the field with the reps, helping them out, growing the business, just being in the field. So I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts, but I did put, I believe the next 10 years of my life will be the best yet. I plan to be as successful and happy as possible through my current job and then continuously working on my mental and physical health. I'm truly excited to see where I go from here. I am. I think, uh, I think my head's in the right place. I think, um, I'm able to identify those, the things that I need to work on, the things that are maybe not so good about myself. Um, it's tough. Like it sucks. It sucks to like level with yourself and say like, what are we doing here? Um, but like mentally I want to be stronger and I think I'm off to a decent start. And then physically, I just want to, I just want to be healthier. I just want to be physically healthier and 
more active and I don't know. Uh, everyone should want that. <laughs> Next up is, so he has like sub questions to the questions. What's missing? What's abundant? And what brings you purpose and meaning in life? So this is just me being honest. I'm not saying I have to have it, but I do miss being in a relationship. It's something I miss if I'm being honest. But at the same time, how I just mentioned, I need to work on myself and that's ultimately my priority. It really is like that's that's number one because I want to be the best version of who I am. And, you know, I think that's important for not only myself, those around me, but also for my next relationship whenever that day comes or whatever happens to the previous one. Um, you know, I lost sight of myself and I allowed myself to do that. And it's just not right for those around me, but also myself, literally myself. Um, so that's something that I really want to work on. And it, and it's easy to lose track of yourself a little bit because you're dedicated to building a relationship and making it work and, and just being devoted to it. I think it's amazing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but you don't make it easier if you're also losing yourself at the same time that causes problems. So I'm like really excited to continue to hone in on what matters to me and that's the future and that's uh, embracing the best of myself now. So I think it's, uh, I think it's really exciting to be honest. Oh, I don't know what the fuck that was. I heard something. Um, so what's abundant? I feel like, I feel like I'm going to answer this wrong, but maybe like what's, I feel like I'm taking abundant as like, what's something that's too much of that I'm doing or like, what am I doing wrong? Maybe. So I put, fa I put fast food as abundant and annoying because it's a bad habit I'm trying to work on. Um, like eating like an idiot because it's holding me back. And I I, I literally said, I hope I answered that correctly. So like, like I said earlier with the restaurant and stuff, I'll look at the menu and go, all right, cool. That appetizer looks good. That entree looks good. Let's get both. Like, no, like unless I love sharing food. So like if people share the appetizer and have a little bit of it and they're like, everyone fucking goes for it. Cool. But I just need to stick to a more simpler order. I don't need to try everything on the menu. Like I said earlier, just fucking go back, <laughs> try something different. So, um, yeah, man, I just, uh, don't get it the way I the way I operate. It's something weird. And like I said earlier, the water is helping me kind of level that out a little bit. And I've been fasting a lot. I fast every morning. Um, didn't today because I wanted a nice breakfast with my family. But uh, I um, fast until 10 a.m. every day. So I literally just drink water. And the more water I drink, so I have a gallon jug that I've talked about, I think. Um, the more water I drink helps me out quite a bit. So... Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, very excited to continue to work on that. Um, the treadmill's been great. I, I want to get a punching bag. Uh, shout out to my friend Derek. He recommended he recommended a punching bag, so I'm like, I'm gonna look into that. Um, yeah, physical health. I'm I'm like really excited to see what I can do. And with it being so hot out here, like it's definitely more motivating too to like drink water and just try to be healthier because you want to feel good too because of all the heat. Cause you can, you can notice it. Like if you stay hydrated as much as possible, um, the heat's a lot easier to tackle than most people think. Remember I work in the desert. Like I think it was 116 on Monday. It's fucking rough. So, um, but I also put, 
or like, oh, what brings you purpose and meaning? But I put, you know, my my job, my family, my friends, podcasts, the people I love in my life bring me purpose, but also my independence is what makes me happy. And what I'm independence, uh, what I mean by that is um, like I can be by myself. I can hop in the truck, just put the windows down, put some music on, go for a nice little drive, whether it's uh, going to wash the truck and then getting Chick-fil-A on the way back because it's a nice little route to go. Um, playing video games, writing music, uh, playing the guitar, uh, working out. There, I find a lot of solace in myself as well. Like I don't have to depend on others to be content. Um, it just is nice to socialize and spend time with other people. So uh, I put life is worth everything, and I wanted to be. I want to embrace the, that ideal, that ideology a little bit more. So yeah, <clears throat> to wrap things up on a higher note for Jarrett, he put, uh, "When is the next time you're going to go to going to eat Taco Bell?" I think it's because he had it and I had it as well, like the night after him, and it just was terrible. I put, I don't know, but if I'm being honest, I'll probably have it within a month, potentially, um, because that place is like my favorite fast food guilty pleasure. Just uh, so many memories of like going there when I was a kid with my mom or my family. And then when Eric was able to drive, he took me there when I was in middle school. We'd go to Taco Bell and then go home and play Xbox. I'd go with my friends from high school, um, mainly go with Brandon as well. Um, it's just, it's just a place I love. Like I've always loved the marketing. So when I was a kid in the nineties, you know, they had the fucking Godzilla marketing with a chihuahua, like, Hey, little lizard lizard. Like I even had the little plush toy that fucking said it. It was funny as shit. I Taco Bell's just always kind of been a thing for me, but my mom also told me, and I don't know, like if people like buy into this stuff, but it, clearly it worked if it's true. My mom has said she had a shit ton of Taco Bell when she was pregnant with me. So thanks, mom. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love Taco Bell. My favorite item is the cheesy gordita crunch. Um, then Chorito's bomb. If they have it sometimes, they keep, they've been like bringing it back. Mexican pizza is good. Uh, the kiss, the, 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 the grilled cheese burrito is actually pretty good too. You can customize your shit on the app. So that's why I like to go there st- till this day. Because I just use the app and I make things the way I want. So I don't have to fucking say it over the goddamn intercom and people go, what? Because I'm a dumbass and I like to change too much stuff. So yeah, I like Taco Bell. It's just sometimes, depending on how it's prepared, it sucks. But it doesn't mess me up <clears throat> like other people. Thanks, Jarrett, for all the questions. Now we got um, a couple from Brandon. What do you think you you would have accomplished by the time you're 30? What did you think you would have accomplished? Uh, straightforward. I thought I would have been married by now, have kids, uh, have my own house, definitely lose a lot more weight or weigh a lot less than I do now. Cause that's something that I've been struggling with for like the last 10 years. Um, I failed on that part, but we're going to pick it up in the thirties. Uh, and I said, <laughs> and then I put probably some other shit tied to that. That's literally what I wrote Uh question. Thanks to his girlfriend, Keely. Uh, he, uh, she said, What's something you're proud that you proud of that you accomplished before you turned 30? I mean, it's so recent and it's like, um, you know, hitting the nail on the head, but it's just the truth. Like becoming a district manager at my company was a huge deal to me. It was a dream of mine. It's something I've always wanted and I don't take it lightly. Like, you know, I, I've been given the amazing opportunity and support to guide me in the right direction through Joe, Lauren, um, some of the reps in Temecula, just a lot of my peers all around me have supported me and guided me. 
um, if they ever saw a good opportunity for critique. But ultimately, I showed up every day to hustle for those sales when I was a rep and conducted the interview for my position. And I'm happy as hell because I got the results. Like, I got the job. And I take that very seriously. It's not something I take for granted. And I never want to. Uh, Brandon also Brandon also asked, excuse me, what's overrated or underrated about turning 30? So I think what's overrated is like that we're old now. <laughs> like I'm 30, man. I've heard a lot of people say that like their 30s were their favorite time in their lives. And I think it's probably true because, and I think that's why it's also underrated to be 30. Because it's kind of who you are, which is what I said two or three months ago. Aziz Ansari's joke is once you turn 30, like that's who you are. And I think it's a really good joke because, yeah, you've gone through so much. You've gone through childhood, teenage, uh, teenage years, young adulthood. And like, here's where you're at. Um, so I think it's like underrated to be in your 30s. I'm like, really, I, f- I feel like the next ma- massive chapter of my life starts now. And I'm just fucking thrilled. I'm so thrilled. And trying to embrace it. Uh, Priscilla says, happy birthday. Thank you, Priscilla. I appreciate you. Just been a fucking huge supporter since pretty much day one. Um, but she said, what's your favorite? She asked, excuse me, what's your favorite birthday celebration ever? I mean, both answers that are both questions you have are the same answer. Uh, it's my 21st birthday. And you said, do you have any wild birthday stories? So I, I don't have any wild ones. But <laughs> my cousin Cheyenne has a wild one. She'll never hear this, but her 21st was fucking wild uh, in the sense that she just got torn the fuck up in Vegas, just fucking thrown up and shit in the German place. Oh, my God. Cheyenne, you're a klutz. <laughs> but for me, uh, it's not too wild, but I, I definitely drank more that night than I ever have in my life, either before and definitely now. Um, from just the constant beers to the shots and cocktails, some wine, and then my our friend Jay showing up in the parking structure in Riverside with a warm ass bottle of three seventy five mil or five it was a five hundred mil bottle of a Jägermeister warm Jägermeister by might I add, and I had to chug that in the parking lot and I fucking did, um, dude I had I had so much shit, I don't know how I didn't get alcohol poisoning. I mean I know I don't mean like I just don't know how much it takes, but I had so much alcohol like the next day i was torn the fuck up i cannot believe i even went to school that day i, I have a <laughs> i think i still have the picture too of like i took a picture of myself saying in front of a computer and i look so hungover um but that was the rule everyone told me that from when i was like 18 to finally turning 21 my brother's like someone hands you a drink no matter who it is you gotta drink it and i fucking did it we went to a gay bar we went, went to like so many places the gay bar was funny because we were the only ones there <laughs> um and that's why i found it funny i'm like dude no one's even fucking here like that's how early we were like uh celebrating um i remember dancing and i fucking fell over there's pictures of that the way i looked i had alcohol spilt all over me i look fucking done and that was like three hours left in the night i think after that like i still we kept going obviously um so it's not wild it's just the typical 21st if you celebrate it with alcohol and friends and family um but honestly, like that's what it made it wild for me is that like everyone actually showed up like so many of my closest family friends and you know family members from you know my older brothers like we all have the same group of friends thanks to them mainly Eric um, all of our friends showed up I mean it was fuck it was just so crazy it was so crazy um, I couldn't be more grateful for all the pictures that I still have and that's what I put too is like 
I still look back at the picture sometimes and smile and laugh my ass off because the night was insane. And to wrap up the night, Chris had like some really nice Nikes on or something or Jordans. And I fucking threw up on them. <laughs> um, yeah, that was the, my 21st was fucking crazy. Um, I, I don't know when I'll, I don't know if I'll ever drink that much alcohol again. It, it was something else, but uh, yeah, that's it. Everyone. I'm 30 years old and I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast, being in my life, being a part of my journey. Um, you all mean the world to me. Uh, nothing but love to all of you out there. I hope you have an amazing weekend. Stay safe. Stay happy. If you ever need anything from me, please reach out to me at It Just Works Podcast on Instagram. Message me. Uh, my email is itjustworkspod at gmail.com. I'm on TikTok. Um, if you have my number, you have my number. If you don't have it, and I know you, ask for my number. I'll get it, get it, make sure you get it. I talk to a lot of people about their personal struggles, and I feel like I'm a good listener. And I'm just happy to be there for all of you. So thank you guys so much. Like I said, I love you guys. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.